really. We've started. Are we? Yeah. Let's get into this. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. What an incredible intro. Uh, hello, welcome to Perception Issues. Did you have to think about what it was called? Then? No, I was more thinking what episode number is it? It's 11. 11. I'm with it. Welcome to episode 11. I'm here, Annabelle's here, and there's a guest appearance periodically from the fire alarm outside our apartment because someone needs to change the batteries. Well, there's no fire without smoke. Yeah, thank you. Great impression. Hi, Annabelle, how are you doing? I feel like I've just got, I haven't got a novel answer every time you ask me that. It's very contrived. I am, I would say, solidly median. Median. Mm. Median. Median. I am at the median level of being neither good nor bad. All right then. Median. Okay. Just constant. Well, yeah, fairly constant. Yeah. Constance is a name, isn't it? Yes, Constance Wu. <laughs> you don't know who that actress is. I should accuse you of being racist. You cannot do that. I can. Who is Constance Wu? She is Constance. Constance, yeah. I prefer Constant Woo. Woo. She is. She's in Fresh Off the Boat. Oh, I'm aware of that show. Yes. And we'll leave it there. Okay. Um. So you're right. You're just constant. I'm median. Median. Okay. Good. It's nice to know. How are you? Is that well, what you were like gunning for? Yeah, it's like God, just ask me back. I don't care how you are. Oh, um, yeah, I'm right. I'm quite tired. Well, it's constant. Constant. Yeah. That's why I'm not saying that. I can't say that every time. I'm constant. Ooh. Let's get a little... <laughs> constant e. <laughs> that got you though. Um, Desperation. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Yeah, that, that that's very telling. Right, we just wasted two minutes. Of what's supposed to be a 20 minute podcast Well we'll see, let's see how we go Right, let's get on with this, this isn't a TED talk um, So, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, we're talking about the evil thing Well, is it evil? Yeah it is Social media I was trying to think of a jingle but I've got nothing Oh, have a go No, it's gone, the moment has passed Okay. I'll come back to it Alright, we'll insert it later um, So yeah, I, something I want to talk about was How we've got to this point where I, I don't know, just I have this massive distrust of social media. And just thinking back to what it was when it started, like when did you start can you, using... Can you tell me what you mean by social media? Because well, I think that's a very broad term uh, that yeah, changes well, every day. Well, does it? I, you know, the, the, yeah, the main platforms, the ones that people are on, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all that shiz. Am I missing any of the big ones? Well, I mean, there's an entire market of it in China, for example. Oh, yes. Platforms. Oh, God. Are you gonna, you're going to paint me as a racist the whole way through because I'm not using... <laughs> what's it called? And there's the newer ones. WeChat. There's yeah, the newer oof. ones like TikTok, yeah, formerly Musical.ly. Those sorts of ones, which are social media, but quite different. Then there's... Um, oh, what's yeah, that? but there's some bad stuff on those. There's the one that's locked down. Uh, brain gone. Lockdown. It is called... There was one called Peach or Apricot or something. <laughs> Am I right? I don't know. Vero, that's the one I was thinking Oh, Vero, of. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Signed up, never big, used. Bigged itself up, disappeared. Yeah, it was like... Quite quickly. Where all the artists are. Yeah. But that, yeah, you when you say social media, I just mean the, the, the big ones. I'm just saying, I think it's a big term. 
but I just feel like it, when it started, it was it was fun. Maybe we were, it was a younger. It was we were younger people. It was a it was a happier, more innocent s- time, simpler, innocent yeah. time. And then it's just now I just try not to use it. I just I don't. It, it's like I want to be the opposite of what it is. I don't want to be social through yeah, it. Yeah, but is that a reflection of social media or is that a reflection of you getting old? It's both. Because most, certainly in my office of young people, everyone uses it every day. I know. I so that's the this. norm. So you're the exception. Okay, let's go back to the start. <laughs> when did you start using social media? Um, well, I believe I was on uh, Friendster. Friendster? Didn't touch that. Pre-MySpace era? All right. Digital, babes. Digital. Always works in the digital space. So digital. So that would have been about 2004? Yeah. Five, maybe? Four? I think. Friendster was. Yeah. I was definitely on MySpace 2004, 2005. Yeah, I was on MySpace in 2005, definitely. Yeah. Four, I can't remember. By five, I was a master of it. I had like a tiled GIF background. I had my songs down. Oh, my my whole I can't remember what else you had on that. Do you have well, a status? We were, we were representing our uh, our girl group, Lesana Keast. Oh. What a joy that was. Wow. I am um, I created oh, God, a... I can tell you exactly what song I had on there. Oh, please do. It was a Latigra remix. Great. I'd love to be able to can you? I'd love to be able to go and check what Yeah, I got rid of mine, it was still there. But it was indexing all of your photos, so I went and killed it. Because yeah. if you searched my name, you found all of my very old, somewhat uh, not safe for work questionable MySpace photos because it had let Google index everything, which uh, I think is not cool. Okay. Yeah, I would like to just go. Oh, I don't want to see my pictures or whatever. I just want to see. Well, it's still there. You can still log in. All right, well, I'll go and do that and I'll report back. Yeah, because they've tried to make it into like a band camp type thing. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but I, did I delete it? I just kind of want to know what songs I had on there. I can't, I can't tell you. Well, actually, I probably could tell yeah. But that was that was fun. MySpace was fun. MySpace was... was what do you not... What was what your issue with social media? Well, I can't answer. I'm just talking about how you felt then. Like, And then face, people started using Facebook, and I remember at the time saying... MySpace like, was just... It, it would have become what social media is now because everything evolves and so the more people that are on it the more voice people have and then it always is going to turn into something isn't it I don't know I just feel like it's inevitable you can't have the masses without destroying something that's the, to me that's all it is as soon as something becomes mass popular it is going to get distorted I guess because they always feel like they have to add something to it as well. It can't always remain the same. Yeah, and they have to make money. Yeah, capitalism. Well, yeah. Eternal growth. I tell you, everything comes back to that dissertation I wrote when I was twenty-one years old. Well, you'll have to break that out for an episode. Hold I think, it out because you've you've mentioned it multiple times in the years we've been together, and I I need a I need to read it. Well, I don't know if there's still a copy anywhere. Oh, convenient. It's not great. It's just the title that was on on the money. <laughs> Um, but I just it's like what it, it it went from these kind of fun things and then Facebook obviously popped up everyone's seen the social network and I just remember people being like you're on Facebook and I'm like but Facebook looks like shit that's not my space yeah that's not I, I remember literally saying to someone that's not going to go anywhere Ian Cook is the prophet <laughs> yeah that's yeah so I spend most of my time I doing on Facebook ing. it has to be an ing 
You're forgetting. I'm sure it has to be an ing. It has to be Ian Cook is Yeah, but I agree. Laughing. No, yeah, yeah. But that's what I spend most of my time doing now is like Facebook memories, just deleting those cringy status. You can't delete them. That's like deleting the past. You have to embrace them and accept who you were. Well, no, it's like I take a hot burning brand and smush it into my brain as I delete it. So it's that kind of rinsing. Ah, see, I'm not deleting. Sure. I'm old enough to not care how embarrassing I was. I don't think you were as embarrassing as I was. Oh, I was quite embarrassing. We'll have a past embarrassment off. We're old. It's what happens, babes. It's what happens. It's what makes us us. Um, But what was the tipping point? When did it become just a load of nasty shit? When they first added advertising and then it didn't really work. And then they got a bit desperate. And then they basically started to really push where they were going to get their money from. Yeah. And then I think it just tipped over. Because even like with the advertising stuff, that's still sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm not really a fan of this, but whatever. It, it seems like... Yeah, but the advertising then became anything and everything. Yeah. It became... It wasn't products and services. Yeah. It was... Uh, that's when I think it went... It was that and when they really pushed publishers to... Yeah. Use it for everything. So then people were like, oh, this is a tool. Yeah. And just, well, yeah. I don't know. You just kind of stumble into it. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I should just state here, like, complaining about them using our data and stuff, but I've, like, I've... You've been giving your data to Google on a second-by-second <laughs> basis for the last well, few days. That's literally what I was about to say. Google's like, do you want a, a new Google Home Mini for free? I'm just like, yeah, sure, give me some of that. Sucker. Inject it into my veins. Let Done. it be said that I have said from day one, sucker. Yeah, but... One free Google Home Mini, mm. bosh. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, yeah. So, but this is just coming. Yeah, whatever. I'm as blind as everyone else. But it's. I mean, I try to think. I try to drop down earlier. Like association. If I think of these particular platforms, what are the things which come to mind? So, Facebook. I don't know what you think of American elections. Russians. <laughs> That's yeah. I've got misinformation. A lot of minion memes and that sort of shit. Really stupid memes. Yeah, but you used to just get those via email before yeah, I Facebook. Know. They, that, it's not Facebook's fault that those I know, I know. exist. But I've put like forwards from grandma. It's that kind of older people yeah. just sharing random stuff. Um, Brexit. But the older population took a while to get onto Facebook, which is also another thing that tipped the massive yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when it became like a way to get at those people. The audience became ripe. Um, so yeah, I've got Brexit, data mining, like just uh, when you get into how they used facebook in a way to sort of work out people's political sort of leanings through surveys which had nothing to do with politics i remember they used one about a football tournament to work out this is brexit i remember like where they would go with regards to the, the brexit vote and it's it's that is frightening when it gets starting into that level of shit yeah, Facebook is just one example of that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the one I'll link to a TED talk I watched a few weeks back. It's by uh, Carol. I, I apologise, Carol. She's got a Welsh surname. Well, you should be able to pronounce it then. Cadwalda. Carol Cadwalda. She's a journalist uh, with The Observer, at least. And her talk was called Facebook's Role in Brexit and the Threat to Democracy. And it's just about the out and out lies that were posted on their adverts where they. Uh, targeted people 
just to quote her, but this was the biggest electoral fraud in Britain in 100 years in a once-in-a-generation vote that hinged upon 1% of the electorate. And it was just one, one of the crimes that took place in the referendum. And there was no, they, no... I mean, wh- who do you blame for that? Well, that's the thing. No one... It's so difficult to put the blame on someone, to for anyone to be held account. Because I, I just feel like... so. I, I just think... Like, I don't think I have the same opinion of social media as you do, possibly because I'm dependent on it for my livelihood, but also because I just think that it's it's just a, it's a, it's a, another example of a product of a society that can't keep up with its own inventions. Yep. Mostly probably due to capitalism more than anything else. So Facebook never in a million years thought that was going to happen until it was that little bit too late and then they try to backpedal and they couldn't do anything about it well they don't know what to do with it like and they're now they're like they're sit there so they're i mean we we've, we've been taken in to have the talk with facebook about what they're doing and how they're trying to secure it up and, and essentially they are reduced to hiring people fact checkers who are an actual person to sit down and check if something is right and that is based off people clicking a button saying I think that something's wrong with this article on Facebook so they're reduced to something incredibly manual because machine learning hasn't quite caught up with the machine learning that kicked the whole thing off in the first place so you can come up with the algorithms to see what people are doing and invent all the bullshit news but you can't quite come up with a policing method for it yeah. And like so many other things, we don't have policing methods for things that we've come up with. Data, the law can't keep up with what you can and can't do with it. Yeah. It's very true. Uh, I mean, we just, we've created the internet and we just are not ready for it. Yeah, Tim Berners-Lee did not think that it was going to be like this. I mean, it's got some great uses. I remember the good old days when it was just nicking music. Napster. But, <sighs> exactly. 2001, 2000. That was what those, a joy that those was. Those were glory days. But that's that was the kind of haha. Record labels can't Stick keep up with this. Man. You don't know how. You can never shut this down. Oh, there goes Napster. But here comes LimeWire. <laughs> Soulseek. Oh, Soulseek's still going. I still still go there. I mean, but so then also feel bad because yes, artists get screwed over. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just the world. Ch- it's the model. It's yeah. It's just the internet it's we are not ready for it and i don't know if we ever will be yeah so i think my if you said like whatever the title what's the title of this podcast uh, social media is when did social media become evil i don't think that social media is the evil bit necessarily i think social media is just a demonstration of a bigger issue and it just happened like it it would have been invented in some way or another Hmm. There would have been some communication tool to connect you to multiple people around the world that would have been created that has been labelled social media and which Facebook is, was, I guess, probably the most famous of them. But that is not really the issue. Yeah, I guess it's people. Um, it's the masses. Huh. Now, let me think. Did I write about this in my dissertation when I was 21? I did. Very poorly. Let's just say I didn't get a very high mark on this dissertation that I refer back to. Um <laughs> But the masses have been given too much power. And democracy, the concept of democracy (laughs) is trusting in the masses, which is a fool's game. Yes. That's the dangerous bit. And social media is giving the masses a voice. Well, yeah, it should be. Yeah, social media has become too powerful. Social media has been given too much press. It should be, yeah. 
Uh, well, okay, so we've kind of veered off from Facebook, the association with Facebook. If you think of Twitter, what do you think of Twitter? I think of Twitter as uh, news. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... Hang on. <coughs> well, there we go. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's news. It's it's very noisy. But then I also think of... I think I'm... I, I'm I've... I'm out of touch with Twitter. You've been a much more of a Twitter user than me. I was a very heavy Twitter user. But since we moved to Australia, which was some time ago, I'm very out of touch. I find it much more difficult in this country. Yeah, well, time time zones. And I I just find Twitter use in this country not the same. But Mm. professionally, like I know, you know, industry-wise, all the journalists and that sort of thing, very heavy Twitter users in this country Mm. too. But I've just never quite got back into it here compared to how it was in the UK. Twitter, there's some nasty stuff on Twitter as well. You, you hear a lot about rape and death threats and the rest of it, but... I th- trolls. And yeah, trolls and all that. But I think Twitter trolls, almost... The whole concept of trolls is... Well, yeah. And you could get into 4chan. We've got a meme Ugh. president. It's basically, that's what the world we're living in. That all bleeds out from social media. But for me, I think Twitter, yes, there's some nasty stuff on there, but it's probably not my favourite of the social media platforms, but it's the one which I think hasn't changed as much as the others and it because it's not trying to be lots of different things into the you whole, know why that is why never really figured out how to make money exactly yeah so it's 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 the model stayed the same the whole time the, model, the advertising model completely failed on twitter so whereas facebook it took off yeah so yeah that's very interesting and then instagram i think i was in a bad mood when i wrote this aka facebook yeah exactly but i think i'm in a, i was in a bad mood because i put cries for help and mental illness which i think is very is too strong um but I think that it's just when I say there's a lot of stuff posted on there which does it's just bullshit I, I, yeah, I use everything is, there's like we, one person's bullshit is another person's treasure. yeah I know but I just what gets me is the amount of people we like trying to like there's a lot of pressure created by using social media yeah that's true but on you and on other people and that's what I talk about mental illness and that that does come into it but I use Instagram but I use it just I don't know. I'll check in. It's a it's a mixture of people I know, but also yeah. But I feel like you are a very poor barometer. <laughs> well, this is my view. You are one of the least curious about other people that I know. You don't really care what other people are doing. Me, I like a bit of gossip. I'm checking in, seeing what's going on. I'm like Joe Bloggs. I'm your average kid. You're like. If it's not vaguely highbrow or interesting, I don't really care if you're on holiday or not. <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, the interesting thing, yeah, I would, I would say ninety percent of the pictures posted by people on Instagram are boring. Yeah, see, I, I'm quite interested. I'm, I'm like, oh look, that person's done this. That person's over there. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Whereas you're like, had a kid, give a shit. <laughs> Point taken. I'll take some of that. <laughs> Not 100% of it. Um, see, Instagram, yeah. It, it, As And the other thing is, I think I come at this from a very different angle because I was on maternity leave. And boy, does maternity leave mean that you turn to social media. So there are benefits. If that didn't exist, it would have been a different world. I had ideas, I learned stuff. There's people sharing similar situations I mean I've never been one of those people that actively contributes I just sit there and read it and 
people get a bit het up about all sorts of things and have very strong opinions of things they don't need to have strong opinions on. But if I weigh up the pros and cons of that whole situation, for me, being stuck at home by myself, social media was a good thing. Well, that, that's, that's interesting to hear. That's good to hear because obviously... I mean, there are some crazy people in some of those groups. Well, yeah, it's, that's your perception of it, which is, which is good. Um, yeah, I'm... Uh, Although, it could be said that those people existed, but they were in forums. Fair enough. Previously. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And then they moved to social media. Yeah, there was a lot more forum usage. Yeah. So that, that whole kind of... It's just people who previously couldn't get together can now get together. Yeah, like the flat earthers. Flat earthers, alt right. Yeah, well, on the alt right, going on to YouTube. Um, yeah, I'm, t- I'm on the fence about YouTube. Uh, the, when they talk about how much, like, the sheer volume, amount of video being uploaded every minute or hour, it baffles me how hard it is to find something worthwhile watching a lot of the time. But there, there's a lot of good stuff on there. It's just hidden beneath all this hyperactive super smash cut kid orientated shit yeah made but by. if you if you like the other day when our uh, tail light bulb went did where did you look for a how to replace a tail light bulb yeah I went to YouTube so where would that be how else would you how else would that use utility exist I don't know. That's but the that's the difficulty. It's just. I think my what the point I'm trying to get at with YouTube is, if you like, if you're not aware of it, and if you're not doing more than scratching the surface, you're just you you have to climb through layers of shit to get to the good stuff, essentially. And the other issue I've got with it is, it's kind of been proven that if you sort of just let autoplay go, you will end up watching essentially alt-right propaganda yeah that's the bit that gets to me and that's it's it's, it's much much harder to control than almost anything else yeah and um, everything else is hard enough and that that worries me and i, I can see it like i actually printed this off because i tried to read it a couple of times uh it's a report called alternative influence broadcasting reaction right on youtube by data and society who are an institute in new york and it's about the alternative influence network on YouTube, and it's just a group of right-leaning conservative, conservative oh, wow. I bet. Um, skeptics. I think they like to call themselves. And I've had it where I've just left YouTube rolling in the background because I've I've watched a few videos on something, and then suddenly I'm watching someone talking about Jordan Peterson or something, and it's just how how am I here? And you you understand how maybe disenchanted or dis disenfranchised young white men could be sucked into this hole and come out a bit angry about things. Well, just refer back to uh, our last podcast we were talking about people being stuck between cultures, but even if they're not stuck between cultures, if they are disenfranchised and don't feel like they belong to something and therefore don't have any kind of happiness, they're just looking for something. Exactly, like yeah. Something that's just... I mean, it's, it's just it's just so easy to do, though. Uh, and I know there's a lot more, I guess, left-leaning stuff coming out on YouTube, which is which is good. But then it, it should then they're polarized. The left exactly, is left. exactly. It shouldn't be like this. It's it's just horrible. 
I just I can't remember. Is this just? It, it's for us. It's from like 2016, but then there were massive seismic political movements in 2016 with Trump and Brexit. But then we also became parents, so I just can't work out. I think YouTube has had issues for much longer than that. Yeah, I, I guess so in general though, the way I feel of uh, like kids being told how to commit suicide and there was all sorts of videos being uploaded that couldn't be policed mm. so it's, it's it's a very dangerous world because you get access to so much stuff it you know it's where people have been uh turned to extremism or have been groomed for something youtube just has there's just so many examples of that sort of stuff but then it also it's there's so much opportunity for creativity. Oh yeah, that's, like, I that's, love, that's I guess, why it's like, such a shame. For me, TikTok, I I enjoy that because I feel like it's a halfway between an original YouTube and I guess Instagram. So there's the social element, but there's a creative element. Yeah, which is what everyone is looking for. So it, it, there's that innocence is kind of back again to some extent. Yeah, but when it was musically, there was a thing going around about kids acting in sexual ways on that oh yeah <laughs> just, I don't, you but just you talk about kids acting in a sexual way you just look at all the bands that kids listen to exactly so exactly so like, define define that oh but and peak, also peak parent right well now. this because you are talking about things that you essentially grew up at the same time as and you have continued to get older but everything else has evolved. So other people didn't grow up with it. They were born into something. So a, a 20 year old, it doesn't matter because it was there from the second they were born. So why is that? Like, it's not going to bother them. So it's a very different point of view. Well, that's somebody that, who's mid thirties yeah, and up. That's what I'm trying to work out. Is it, is it an age thing? Is it? Yes, I think it's definitely an age thing. But I think that, well, the, the platforms are also different as well. So they've changed, we've changed. Yes, but they've changed, as has the world, so that's normal for anybody who's younger. Like, it's not that the platforms it's changed, it's just that the world has changed, because everything continues to move. Yeah, and yeah. And you don't, because as you get older, you don't like new things, and you don't understand it. I so am a then, fast moving. Like, I think I always find it very interesting, because I, I see it every day, and you are surrounded by people who have a slightly different view of the world to you because you're that little bit older and you can almost remove yourself and see it as though you're watching it from above but you really still can't quite understand them like I, I will never quite be like how is that normal to you because I'm like oh I'm, I'm just too old yeah we are such a funny generation to have seen this all of this stuff not exist as kids not have the internet then have the concept of social media gradually grow and then for it to completely all blow up in our faces and we have experienced that entire thing nobody yeah. else has yeah yeah it's yeah a funny generation the internet Going so from... we welcomed it with open arms and now we're like whoa 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 back off are we the only ones who are like whoa this is kind of dangerous because others are just like well this is just Older the norm, people, isn't it? i think think it's dangerous or are innocent enough because they didn't grow up with it they don't understand enough of it to then go you know this is how sharing all your data with your google home could affect you long term or somebody who's born into it i just think they're like well whether it's dangerous or not it is it just is it's not going to go away you're not going to petition for them to stop social media and take the internet down are you imagine I'm sure someone's tried 
Um, I guess I'm just interested about future generations or, for instance, Clara. Are they? Are, are, is it going to be so normal they're not going to care about it? But for us and like... like said, At some the- point, it is going to all peak and then there will be a movement to turn backwards. That's what I think is going to happen to some extent. Obviously not. Like technology will be so far advanced that you're not hindered by all of this stuff. But the concept of going lo-fi will be very popular. It already is becoming more popular. Yeah, it'll just go both ways. It'll go lo-fi, but then also it'll be so integrated in your daily life that... You won't even notice it. I just think, I don't know. I'm like, it's a very scary concept in the fact that it just topples governments and the whole world is, is essentially on the verge of a meltdown. But at the same time, you can't make it go away. You're going to have to move with it. And the reality is nobody was prepared for this. Nobody knows how to deal with it. So it's going to reach its natural conclusion peak. Something's going to happen to reset things. Because nobody... We have to just evolve with it. You can't stop it. You just have to deal with it. We're just... Bad generation. Wrong time to be born. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, but I mean, it, it 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 did have like it still has a lot of power for good, like the whole Arab Spring thing that was all on Twitter or whatever. And it's just well, when, yeah, but that failed in the end. Okay, right then. Let's <laughs> like great for a short amount of time, and then boom, that was like the end. All right, let's let's put it to bed. Um, I guess it's just worrying more than anything. And it's still, yeah, it still, it still has good aspects, but the bad seem, seems, seems to be getting stronger. I think as yeah, and you, you, the only thing you can do, and as a parent, because you're older, that's why it's worrying, because you're like, well, she's going to be exposed to all sorts of crap that we never had to think about, is to be open and educate from day one. Like the hashtag sisters. Precisely, yeah. Link to that. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, YouTube. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think that's it. Social media. There's no conclusion. There isn't a conclusion. No. There isn't a conclusion. 1984, um, Handmaid's Tale. It's all there. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Frightening times. <laughs> Joel's. Yeah. Joel's. Oh, Joel's. What do you think? I thought, I'm not quite sure what you said there. Don't. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. We've tried to tackle social media. I think you really went for a hard-hitting topic then. Yeah. Just, I don't shy away. It's a tough, that's a tough one to talk about. Well, okay, we'll call this one part one. We'll come back to it at some point. I don't know if you need to come back to it, to be right, honest. Well, what, what are we talking about next time, Annabelle? It's a great question, Ian. What are we talking about next time? Anything is... Weighty? Um, I don't know. Because <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you, just, you really put me on the spot there? Well, I think this happened last time, so I was just testing to see if um, you, were, you were across this. I'm across it. Okay, well... I'm just across it in slow motion. All right, well, next time we'll talk about something less weighty, maybe. We will talk about... Do you know what we should talk about? 
What? Um, we'll do a part two. Sure. Should we want to go back to the way things were? What, before the internet? Bef- just the concept of saying that in general. So that got... That is a big part of what the masses talk about, which ended up affecting Brexit and Trump is this whole concept of nostalgia things were better in the good old days when Britain was Britain and America was America blah 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 should but then nostalgia is something that everyone loves like anytime someone's like the 10 things we all used to wear in the 90s everyone's like oh yeah remember that oh I remember doing that everyone loves a bit of nostalgia should we should we look back should we care about looking back should we want to go back to something that's what we're going to talk about mega make everything great again exactly I'm up for one of those hats yeah okay alright we'll talk about that next time part two part two thanks Annabelle thanks yeah. for a great chat thanks Ian great to chat to you uh, I'll see chat you soon. I'll see you soon okay bye 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 bye, bye.